and clothes. The last of these was especially important, for without nice clothes, you wouldn't get the best customers. She had taught herself to dance, taught herself to smile, taught herself to see which men only wanted to buy drinks and which wanted to buy sex. Her father had already agreed with Miss Wong that the money was to be sent home, so she didn't see much of it during the first few years, but Miss Wong was content, and as time went by, she kept more back for Dim. Miss Wong had reason to be content. Dim worked hard, and the customers bought drinks. Miss Wong should be pleased she was still there, because a couple of times it had been a close-run thing. A Japanese man had wanted to marry Dim, but withdrew his offer when she demanded money for the plane ticket. An American had taken her along to Phuket, postponed his journey home, and bought her a diamond ring. She had pawned it the day after he left. Some paid badly and told her to get lost if she complained. Others reported her to Miss Wong if she didn't comply with everything they wanted her to do. They didn't understand that once they had bought her time from the bar, Miss Wong had her money, and Dim was her own boss. Her own boss. She thought about the red dress in the shop window. Her mother had been right. It wasn't easy but it wasn't that bad either. And she had managed to retain her innocent smile and happy laughter. They liked that. Perhaps that was why she had been offered the job Wang Li had advertised in Tai Rat under the heading of GRO, or Guest Relation Officer. Wang Li was a small, dark-skinned Chinese man who ran a motel some way out on the Sukumvi Road, and the customers were mainly foreigners with special requests, but not so special that she couldn't meet them. To tell the truth, she liked what she did better than dancing for hours in the bar. Besides, Wang Li paid well. The sole disadvantage was that it took a long time to get there from her apartment in Manglampu. The damn traffic! It had come to a standstill again, and she told the driver she would get out, even though it meant crossing six lanes of cars to reach the motel on the far side of the road. The air wrapped itself around her like a hot, wet towel as she left the taxi. She searched for a gap, holding her hand in front of her mouth, aware that it made no difference, that there was no other air to breathe in Bangkok, but at least she was spared the smell. She slipped between vehicles, had to sidestep a pickup with the flatbed full of boys whistling, and she almost had her heel straps taken off by a kamikaze Toyota. Then she was across. Wang Li looked up as she entered the deserted reception area. Quiet evening, she said. He nodded his displeasure. There had been a few of them over the last year. Have you eaten? Yes, she lied. He meant well, but she was not in the mood for the watery noodles he boiled up in the back room. You'll have to wait, he said. The farang wanted to have a sleep first. He'll ring when he's ready. She groaned. You know I have to be back in the bar before midnight, Lee. He looked at his watch. Give him an hour. She shrugged and sat down. If it had been a year ago, he would probably have thrown her out for speaking like that. But now he needed all the income he could get. Of course she could go, but then the long journey would have been wasted. 
Also, she owed Lee a favour. She had worked for worse pimps. After stubbing out the third cigarette, she rinsed her mouth with Lee's bitter Chinese tea and rose for a final check of her makeup in the mirror over the counter. I'll go and wake him, she said. Hmm, have you got the skates? She lifted her bag. Her heels crunched on the gravel of the empty drive between the low motel rooms. Room 120 was right at the back. She couldn't see a car outside, but there was a light in the window. So perhaps he had woken up. A little breeze lifted her short skirt, but failed to cool her. She longed for a monsoon, for rain. Just as after a few weeks of flooding muddy streets and mildew on her washing, she would long for the dry, windless months. She tapped the door lightly with her knuckles and put on her bash.